previously on Putting Two and Two Together. David, should I be afraid that you're at my apartment unannounced? About Rachel. I'm royally screwed up with her again, and you're the only person I know who can relate to that. Make that gin a double for both of us. Why are you mad at David? He comes home and sticks me with Jason. Then he comes back obviously upset. And does he talk to me about it? No. Well, you haven't exactly been easy to talk to lately. You actually told her you wanted to marry Tommy? I wasn't planning on it. It just slipped out. I love him more than I love anyone or anything. But I can't feel anything other than pain and anger. And fear? I was fine at the hospital. Despite the broken bones and the bruises, things were okay. But the moment I went outside... Things got real. He's just been distant ever since he got out of the hospital, and I can't get him out of it. He just gets mad at me for trying. That's rough. And since he's already mad, I can't tell him when something's bothering me because I don't want to make him feel worse. So I bottle everything up. Until you decide to come here and get drunk on gin. Anthony, hi. What's up? Wonderful. Well, as long as you don't mind. Bye, Anthony. Where are you going? To bed. You don't have to stay. Tommy. Good night. Tuesday, October 12th. Good morning, David. Or should I say good afternoon? Mary. Hi. I'm so sorry you had to spend the night and morning. Save it. I'm not the one you need to apologize to. I still think I should. You look horrible. I feel worse. I hope this isn't a recurring thing for you. Nope. I remember now why I stopped back in the day. See that you keep remembering. I feel awful that I disappointed you again. Did you at least get the answers you needed? More or less. Good. I'm going home now. How is he? I think you can probably guess. Yeah. I do hope he slept. I'm in a lot of trouble, aren't I? Not with me, but yes. Why not you? Let's just say I've had times where I needed to blow off some steam myself. Especially when my son is involved. Or his father. Thank you for understanding. This time. I don't plan on there being a next one. Good luck. You know where to find me if you need me. Drive safely. David, he loves you very much. Please remember that when you see him. Tommy? Babe, it's me. Can you open the door? Tommy? Look, I just want to say I'm sorry. I know you're mad. You have every right to be. But could you please open the door and talk to me? Please. I love you. You do realize I have four broken ribs and a broken arm. You're gonna have to wait until I can make it to the door, okay? Please remember he loves me, she says. Either way, I'm still dead. Putting Two and Two Together, Season 2, Episode 29, Trying to and Not to Forget. 
Rachel. Natalia Silvestri, it is so great to finally meet you in person. I really appreciate you giving me the time to figure things out. I know, under ordinary circumstances. Well, your circumstances are far from ordinary. How's your brother doing? He's improving. Physically, anyway. Attitude-wise, we're ready to strangle him. Yeah, it's always the way, isn't it? When he's involved, yes. I'm exaggerating, but you get the picture. Oh, I do. Just so you know, Bethany has been chomping at the bit to get you on. I don't know how much longer I can hold the slot open. That's okay. I think I've made a decision. And? I'm doing it. You don't sound convinced. I'm getting there. I will be there. Is there anything I can do to help? You've been more than helpful. It's just a lot to take in. Oh, I understand. Believe me. More than you probably know. I think I have a pretty good idea what you mean by that. That's why your video struck a chord. If I had a nickel for every woman who said that to me, come to think of it, every person. (laughs) That must mean you're doing the right thing. That's what I keep telling myself. What are you most afraid of? If I knew that. Rachel, I may have just met you, but I'm pretty sure you know the answer. Don't be so sure. (laughs) For as long as I can remember, I've been dragging my feet when it came to facing my past. You didn't seem to drag your feet when you confronted Danny at the bar that night. Well, that wasn't about me. Oh? I mean, it was, but I think my client had more to do with my reaction than than I thought at the time. I don't agree. From what you told me about your personal life, Rita Hernandez was only one of many ingredients in that powder cake of yours. You're giving me too much credit. And you're not giving yourself enough. Admit it. You wouldn't be here if you didn't think you could make a difference. I just hate that I've become a poster child in the process. So take charge. If you have to be in the spotlight, make it on your own terms. Just like that. Just like that. Show all the Dannys out there what you showed in your video. You're a lot braver than you give yourself credit for. I must be to agree to do it on live TV. (laughs) So we're good then? We are. Excellent. I'll make sure the legal department sends you the release form for you to sign. Are we still on target for next Monday's show? That is at Bethany's ultimate discretion, but I believe that's the date we're hoping for. Okay. Well, it gives me a few more days to gather my strength. (laughs) Well, I will be in touch, and if you have any questions whatsoever, please let me know. Anytime. Will do. And Rachel? Yes? You have more strength than you will ever know. I guarantee it. Okay, Walter. I'm heading off to the gallery. Is the lunch rush all over? Yep. Casey is just finishing up the last of the cleanup. I'm sure they could use a hand if you're done with the books. One of these days... I will finally understand this new computer setup that David has so graciously converted. I can take care of it when I get back if you want. That would be greatly appreciated. And don't worry, Walter. I should have the car back to you early enough in case you have a hot date lined up. This one is having way too much fun at her grandfather's expense. You always make fun of the ones you love. Hold on a minute. What's up? What is that in your hand? Oh, it's just an old camera I picked up when I went to the flea market with Tommy a couple months ago. I finally fixed it up and I thought I'd show Breen. You bought another camera? 
Yeah, I got an amazing deal. What's wrong with that? I gave you a pristine antique camera belonging to your grandmother. One that had great sentimental attachment, I might add. But do you ever use it? No. Instead, you go out and buy old junk to fix up. First of all, Walter, I got that camera before you offered hers to me. And second, this camera is one of the best vintage models to have. So is your grandmother's. And third, I already told you that I don't deserve it yet. That's why I gave it back to you to hold on to until I was ready. You did what? What do you mean what? I gave it back to you. You did no such thing. Okay, very funny. You can stop with the games now. I assure you there is no game afoot. If you have no intention of using the camera I gave you, then perhaps I can find someone else who would enjoy it more. You can find it and bring it back to me after you return from the gallery. Walter, I don't have it. I never had it. I gave it back to you the moment you offered it to me. I certainly do not have it. Well, it didn't grow feet and walk away on its own. For over a decade, I waited to give you that heirloom, and when I finally do, you turn around and lose it on me. Walter! And to make matters worse, you blame me for your own carelessness. What the hell is wrong with you? For the last time, I turned down the camera, and you took it back. If I had taken it back... Then I would have returned it to the desk drawer where she always kept it. It is not there, nor has it been for a month. Did you check the other drawers? Why should I do that when I placed it in your possession? Because you never did. You think I am lying to you? Is that what you were saying? About as much as you're saying that to me. Where do you think you're going? But to see the desk for myself. I told you it is not there. Well, you also said I had it, so I'm checking myself. See? It is not in there. What do you call this? That belongs in the top drawer. No kidding. Well, I would appreciate it if in the future you would kindly not move items that do not belong to you. All right, David. The door is open. Now what? I guess it all depends on how mad you are. Let's go with the assumption that I'm pretty mad. What can I do? Nothing. Nothing? Not a single thing. At least, not until I figure out who I'm really mad at. Well, if not me, then who else? You want the short list or the long list? Which one am I on? Both. I see. I'm definitely pissed at you. I just don't know how much of it is justified. Well, maybe if you tell me what's going on in your mind, I can help you figure it out. There! That's what it is! How can I tell you what's going on if I don't even know myself? You've been doing that to me every single moment since I got out of the hospital. Doing what? Poking at me! Prodding! You never stop! I'm sorry, David, but I don't have every thought in my head organized in a nice little spreadsheet for you to decipher. I'm a mess up here right now, and you're just one of the things I'm freaking out about. And I'm beyond pissed at myself for feeling that way about you because I know you love me and I know you're only looking out for me and I love you for that. But right now I am also hating you for that and I hate myself for even thinking that because I know you don't deserve it. Except I'm so angry all the time that sometimes I feel you do. I'm mad that you bolted on me yesterday. I'm mad that you went to Anthony's and got drunk off your ass and had to sleep it off on his couch while I sat here wondering why. But I'm also mad at myself that I didn't tell you, please stay. I need you to help me through this, even though I'm being a pain in the ass and keeping you at arm's length all the time. 
Have I really been pushing you that hard? It's not just you, everybody has. Well, maybe not Jason, but yes, you have. I'm sorry. I'm just afraid for you. And I'm afraid, period. Maybe that's why I'm so pissed that you went to Anthony's and got shit-faced, because you can at least leave the apartment. Me? I'm stuck here. I can help you move around. You might not be able to get shit-faced because of the pain meds, but you can at least come out and be social. You're missing the point, David. I can't even go beyond the front door. I've tried. I get a panic attack every time. Because of the attacker. Yeah. How did I not see that? Because you keep seeing me go further in. I only try going out when I'm by myself. Maybe that's the problem. You keep forgetting we're a team. And you need to realize that you can't do everything for me. I love you very much, but I need to do this in my own time. So we have to find somewhere in the middle to meet. Well, what's between the bedroom and the front door? I don't know. The living room? Then I guess we're in the right place. I love you. And I love you. Please remember that the next time I push back for no good reason. Does that mean I'm off the hook about last night? Not quite. You still need to tell me why you went to Anthony's in the first place. Why do I have to provide answers when you don't have to? Because unlike me, you do have a little spreadsheet in your mind with all the answers in neat little columns. You obviously don't know me as well as you think you do. That's strangely comforting. It was Rachel. What about her? She's back to hating me again. Why? She found out about a conversation you and I had. About her? About us. Please, promise you won't get mad. I don't even want to know anymore. He told her about the argument you and I had about getting married. Ow. I'm sorry, are you okay? I'm fine. And you're doing it again. I didn't plan on telling her about it. We were just talking and... And so you ran to Anthony, the guy who, up until a month ago, you despised. He's the only one I knew who'd understand. I might have. I didn't want to get into another argument. And how did that work out? Tommy. Did he at least have an answer for you? Just that I'm an idiot. Well, if it's any consolation, my mom thinks I'm an idiot too. Because? I think you can figure it out. I guess I'm in good company then. Yeah. You want some breakfast? It's already past lunchtime. Yeah, but I haven't eaten at all today. Honestly, I can't even look at food right now. Good. In that case, how about you make me some bacon and a soft-boiled egg? You are evil. I'm completely serious. I will remember this. I'm counting on it. Speedy delivery. I beg your pardon? Just something to say as I walk in with packages. Well, that's random. Oh, come on, Breen. You honestly don't remember that guy on Mr. Rogers? Yes, Max, I do. I'm surprised you do, though. I'm not that much younger than you. Well, you're young enough. Where do you want these boxes? <laughs> Just put them in the corner back there. It's not like I could do much with them until your other girlfriend gets here. Where is she, anyway? I was hoping you knew. Nope. I offered to give her a ride over here, but she said she was going to borrow Walter's car. Well, she's 45 minutes late. 
That's so not like her. Maybe she got caught in traffic? No, that's your excuse. One time. You still used it. I'll keep it up and I'll stop playing Messenger Boy for you. Oh, is that what you're calling it now? Among others. It's not like you're doing it for free. Like I'm gonna say no to a paycheck? I thought so. But I would have done it for other things, though. Oh, I'm sure. It has been a while, after all. You're not trying to make me feel guilty about it, are you? No. You've got a lot on your plate with Jax. I get it. It has nothing to do with lack of interest. I know. I'm not making a big deal about it. Maybe I am. Don't. I'm not going anywhere. Thank you. At least not until I leave for work. Ha ha. So where is he? Out back? No, he's home. Against my better judgment. What are you worried about? You mean besides him being his father's son? I never met your ex. I have no idea what that means. Consider yourself lucky. You must have had some redeeming qualities. You were with him for quite a few years. That's a story for another time, Max. I don't mean to pry. I know. Another time, I promise. You're late. Oh, I'm sorry, Breen. You would not believe the afternoon I just had. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. I just got into a huge fight with Walter. What did you do this time? Nothing. Okay, what did he think you did? Um, well, he accused me of stealing my grandmother's camera. He did what now? Well, not so much steal as hiding it from him. Why would you hide your grandmother's camera from him? I didn't. What did he say? Well, a month or so ago, he offered her camera to me as a present. Now, I was flattered, but I didn't think I was ready to take it. So I asked him to hold on to it until I thought I deserved it. And he took it back. So when did you hide it on him? Well, I gave it back to him. But he kept saying he never took it back and that I had it this whole time. But I didn't. You know, I never even saw it again until today. Oh, so you found it? Yeah. He put it in a different drawer in the desk. Well, mystery solved then. No, mystery not solved. That's when he accused me of hiding it from him. That doesn't sound like Walter. I know. Did he at least admit he was wrong about you having it all along? No. He still swears that I must have had it and gotten tired of it and put it back in the wrong drawer. Damn. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just bugged. I don't blame you. And after all that, I didn't dare take his car, so I had to wait for the bus. You should have called me. I would have picked you up. And I would have told you not to bother coming in. But you needed help setting up for tonight's event. I would have figured something out. Has anything like this happened with Walter before? he's forgotten things from time to time. Uh, But little things. Misplacing his glasses or, or forgetting why he walked into a room. But definitely nothing like this. Actually, now that you mention it, there was a moment a few weeks ago, just after Tommy got attacked. I was talking to him about you and me and how sorry I was that he caught me and Breen together. He spent the whole conversation calling you by your mom's name. He was really confused when I corrected him. Why didn't you say something? I just thought it was the stress of Tommy getting hurt. He seemed fine afterward, so I didn't want to worry you. You should probably get him checked out. You mean like... By a doctor? Yeah, and probably sooner rather than later. Are you thinking what I think you're thinking? Probably, but I sincerely hope I'm wrong. I hope so too. Putting Two and Two Together, Season 2. Episode 29, Trying To and Not To Forget. Written, directed, and produced by Peter Cosmas Sophronis. Based on his play... Two and Two Together. Mary Hansen was played by Wendy Fain. David Sharp was played by Adam Haru. 
Tommy Hansen was played by Dan Murray. Natalia Silvestri was played by Valerie Forgione. Rachel Hansen was played by Jenny Fielding. Haley Gettleman was played by Rachel Rabinovitz. Walter Gettleman was played by Alexander Perny. Max was played by Samuel Burbell. Green Matthews was played by Jenny Hughes. Anthony Wallace was played by Chris Rose. Credits and narration by Leonard Kaplan. Sound engineering by Dan Murray. Sound edited by Peter Cosmas Sophronis. Theme music by Valerie Forgione. Special thanks to Casey St. Ange and Dan Murray. The script of Two and Two Together is available for purchase at Amazon.com along with the scripts for Seasons 1 and 2 of Putting Two and Two Together. Merchandise is available from Teespring at spring.puttingtwoandtwotogether.com. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to donate, please visit www.buymeacoffee.com slash p-t-a-t-t. For more information, please visit www.puttingtwoandtwotogether.com and www.petersophronis.com. On behalf of the cast and crew, thank you for listening.